Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Bomb Squad podcast. As always, I'm your host, Will Canalizo, and as always, I am also joined by... Jack Frost. Just Jack Frost this week. No Owen, no Babinski. Just Jack. Me and Jack. We're going to be chatting about... What are you getting a little frosty. 90, uh, we're getting a little frosty. It's the first week of, uh, first week of Bombtober. Nope, fuck. Bombtober? Uh, <laughs> Bombmas. We, we, we just moved out of Bombmas now. Bombtober, now we're into Bombmas. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, bombness. We're talking some holiday bombs. You know, movies that, you know, maybe maybe the reason for the season. Yeah. And, it's very uh, strange yeah, when the, a, it's very strange when a Christmas movie bombs because yeah. you know, Normally you get you think that that's family's love. You get for like the a holidays. couple a year. Yeah. And everyone's, you know, pretty much of of that audience kind of going to go for that damn thing. Oh, yeah. Like you were gonna sell ten tickets to every family for yeah, the Polar Express. It's, the fa- it, it, it's every. It's fucking everyone is showing up to go see you know, the <laughs> Polar. Your, your Polar Express. Your Christmas <laughs> Carol. Uh, basically everything but Jack Frost. Yes, which is understandable which is the, uh, when you watch the film uh, Jack Frost. Yeah, the movie's an absolute fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. It so is. this is our, uh, our our second go at recording this. Um, Look, there was Owen was, th- having, Owen was having some technical issues. Let's say I was, uh, you know, I was trying to get home on Christmas night, uh, and you got hit by a car I and died instantly. And that's why our recording was messed up. <laughs> yeah. So this movie, it's a uh, 1998, according to Wikipedia, a American Christmas dark fantasy drama. Would you you know, that, that is correct. I would say that's pretty correct. I would say, yeah. It's, it, 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 I would say, because it's a lot less whimsical, I feel like, than your normal Christmas movie. Yeah, putting in the word dark there, like, that's fitting, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. it is. It directed, is dark. Directed by Troy Miller of uh, directing the Dumb and Dumber prequel and uh, When Harry Met Lloyd, yes. Yep, and a bunch of years of the Emmys, Oscars, and MTV Movie Awards. Big uh, comedy special guy as well. Yes. He's uh he's a real work man. Yeah, he this guy works. Like he's got a long fucking filmography on Wikipedia. Yeah. Like 120 IMDb directing credits. Yeah. yeah. That's he's crazy. Done, he's he's done episodes of every sitcom ever it appears. Yes. You know, and uh and like four movies. One of them is fake and the other one and two of them and one of them is Jack Frost. <laughs> You can be but the yeah, judge of which um, one's fake and which one's Jack Yeah, Frost. I would say that this movie's pretty fake, especially when you consider that it made uh, $34.6 million on a mystery budget. Yeah, mystery budget. Yeah, because there's, there's a little bit of discretion. It appears that there's a little bit of disagreement regarding how much money Jack Frost cost. Yes, and the debate is... The movie, did it cost $40 million or did it cost $85 million? And in my opinion, it is very obvious when looking at the film and, you know, the external sources that this movie did not cost $85 million. And that is ridiculous. I think it's fun to imagine that it did cost $85 million because this movie does look like a, like a Disney Channel movie that would air on ABC Family. Yes. But Absolutely. no, this movie was in fact released in theaters. Yes, but the good thing is that either way we point the number, it lost money either way. This was not a hit. Because also, much like other holiday movies, big marketing budget, you know, they're really trying to get the whole family to come meet Mr. Jack Frost. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I remember... Because this is a movie I had not seen until about uh, ten okay, minutes I, ago. I, I was going to ask if you had been familiar with Mr. Frost before you're doing today. But, but, this is a trailer I remember so <laughs> vividly on any fucking Warner Brothers VHS tape. Mm-hmm. Mr. Frost was always present, and I saw this trailer and I was like, "Ah, that's to- that's scary." Like I'm a kid, that's scary. Like, it it is quite scary. The, yeah. the, it, he, the the character of the actual snowman is freaky to look at, and I don't like when he's on screen. But yeah, I remember the bit when in the trailer where it's like Jack Frost throws a bunch of snowballs at the kid because he's got crazy <laughs> so powers. I, yeah, I I also have um I, so I I so I didn't think I had seen this movie. But mm-hmm. then we got to the sequence with the snow. We'll talk about this movie's like very in-depth understanding of like snowball fight war rules. <laughs> it, 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 this movie has a subplot that it's like the kids are doing like Sun Tzu snowball fight war. Oh yeah. But and then the scene where Jack Frost, uh, where he 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 spins his arms around like a windmill and throws a thousand snowballs at the bullies. I was reminded that I I had seen this movie before as a child. Yeah, I believe I mean, in that scene. He he declares himself the Wizard of Blizzard, if I'm not <laughs> yes, mistaken. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah. The whole back half of this movie is a, a pretty much a blur as someone who just watched it. Yeah, I so I I was watching it. I watched it yesterday. And I, I got to the last 15 minutes. I was kind of tired, and I thought that I had fallen asleep for, like, 20 minutes of it. So I got up this morning, and I, I was, I was going to, you know, go back and rewatch that 30 minutes. Uh, I did not fall asleep for any of it. I just thought it, the movie just the, – basically, the movie just skips to its own ending, and I thought that I had missed something because I was half asleep. <laughs> yeah, truly just anything after he becomes Jack Frost is kind of a blur, which I know is most of the movie – but also, like, what actually happens in this movie? Well, we can we can talk about that. Yeah, but I'm 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 curious. Like, is there a plot to this movie? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, think he's so. become a Jack Frost. So <laughs> yeah, what, what I it. think is kind of <laughs> fucked up is that I obviously like trying to put together whether or not I had seen this movie before is good. I I guess that I didn't really. What's like? I'm gonna yawn. I am. Jack Frost already put me back to sleep. Yeah. But it, I think the important thing to say is that this movie has nothing to do with, like, the mythical character, you know, like the the, the winter rascal Jack Frost. Like the it has winter nothing to rascal. Do with the, the Rankin and Bass. You know, the, the guy yeah, no, who I, I know like what Scrooge, you mean. That's just a funny way snow. of saying it. Yeah. I would call him like a winter rascal. He is. No, you're right. It, it's just a yeah. funny thing to say. But it's like there's no there's no reference to like you know uh, when he when like he I'm a winter Kuba rascal Khan around this time of year in the in the in the Rankin and Bass or the sexy Jack Frost and that DreamWorks movie that I'll never watch Rise of the Guardians. Like, hey, that, no, that movie's pretty good actually. We could talk about that. Movie that. Make money? that it lost so much money. All right, yeah, it's pretty I, I good. Watch that. It's pretty good. But it it the movie is called Jack. Th- that's just the name of Michael Keaton's character. Yes. Like this movie could be called like James Babinski if the if his name was James Babinski. <laughs> like it, it, it's a Michael Clayton situation more than it is like a the Santa yeah, Claus, which situation. is crazy, which is absolutely which, like, it's just insane. Because <laughs> you watch this movie so, and it's like, 
okay, so I guess he really banked on that name with with his profession of performing Christmas songs. <laughs> like that, I guess that's it. He just saw his name and and said, "That's it." Yeah, because we will. You you want to go ahead and run through the plot? We'll we'll do it real quick. <sighs> okay. So let's, we could probably let's, do the plot in like ten minutes. We could do the plot in like a minute. I literally don't right, think so there's okay. Jack Frost. He's he's the lead singer of the Jack Frost band, which yes. is also fucked. incredibly That'd be selfish. Like if you and me were were in the James Babinski band. <laughs> incredibly selfish to name a band and after they yourself. Sing, they they sing what I can only describe as like cock rock versions of Christmas music. Yeah. Look, I was trying to because I, I was I was talking to Jesse earlier today, and I was talking to him about it, and you know, he was like, "So what the fuck is that movie about?" And I'm like, "Well, it's about like a guy who plays in a band," and he's like, "He's like, do they sing Christmas music?" I'm like, "Yes, but like it's like blues I don't, rock." I don't understand the dynamics of this band because there's in the opening scene you hear like you know an uh, an undescribed like an unseen voice say, "We gotta sign these guys." Or whatever. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like a talent agent kind of guy. It's uh, it's Chili Palmer. He's there. Yeah. He's watching the Jack Frost band. <laughs> but like, how did they book this venue in the first place? They're like, like how? Why did these people show up? Did they just hear? Oh, it's Christmas music. What's going but on not, in this situation? But it's like not your like Sinatra type. Like it no. is just like it, like it's Michael Keaton. Like like the movie opens with him doing like a. I don't want to call it like a sexy cover, but like I think someone it, would. Probably there's a little like sex maybe, appeal for for, yeah, for Mikey. Yeah, but it's him this, going yeah. like Frosty the Snowman <laughs> was a jolly episode. Yes. It's it's like he's singing like prison blues, but it's about like but it's like Christmas music. <laughs> so I was just um, immediately I was baffled by this film. I was mm-hmm. like. So his name is Jack Frost. That's Jack just Frost. a coincidence. He plays in the Jack Frost <laughs> band. So who are his parents? Did they? Why did they name him this? I'm Jack Frost. <laughs> Jonathan Frost. <laughs> like a very specific situation has to take place for all of this to go, to happen. Well, the, the, to be fair, they also live. They live in this town. I googled it. It's in. It's called Medford, Colorado, and people fucking love Christmas in Medford, Colorado. Okay. Or like just the winter. Like this feels like a big like a a huge like a like it all comes back to the bullshit with the the fucking uh, art of war snowball fight. Okay. And it's like yeah. all the kids have like snowboards and sk- there's a ski chase halfway through the movie. Mhm. So I don't but understand yeah. why his name is why his son's name is Charlie Frost then. Because Well, his last name is Frost and they named their son Charlie. I I see that. Well, like how your last name is Larkin and your parents named you Owen. I, I I understand. I'm saying that if his name is so, if if his father's name is Jack Frost, and you know he's so obsessed with Christmas that he's singing all these songs, you think they'd name him something Christmas related, and not Charlie? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, not not the name Nick, of the kid maybe. from the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, is that the name of the kid from the Santa Claus? Oh, you better believe it. I've kind of been jonesing to rewatch those movies recently. Yeah, the blank check commentaries. Yeah, they've got me thinking that I want to maybe oh, review, have you, review the review the agreement. Have you um, have you seen the the third one I've with Jack Frost? Yes, with Martin. Because that is a fucked movie too. 
the Santa Claus Three yeah. Escape Clause. I I have not seen that movie since I saw it in theaters fifteen years like, ago. I, I, yeah, like I I'll go I'll watch them again because I'm sure what is it? All three of them are like fucking eighty minutes. Yeah, no, that is a fucked movie. Like Martin Short's performance in that movie is like it is out there he is like i remember just being so unsettled as a child watching that movie okay this sounds like maybe something i could get into then but yeah so jack frost he plays in the jack frost band uh he's the front man and he plays the harmonica he does and he's like a i don't even know if he's like a bad or a dead he's he's an absentee father Yes, we'll that say. is the what the, the point they try to get across. Because he's like he he loved like he loves his wife played by Kelly Preston and he loves his son played by mm-hmm. uh, Kid Joseph, Joseph Cross. Cross. He and who's in else? things now? Oh, he's in a lot of movies. He's like yeah, he was in Mank. Um, oh, I haven't. Oh, he's in Licorice Pizza. He's one of the kids in Licorice. He's one of the. I, I know who he is. Kid. <laughs> he's an old. He's no, a man he's, now. <laughs> he's thirty-five years old, but no, I, I know who he is in Licorice Pizza. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's funny. Um, the kid from 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 Jack Frost, his career has prospered. No, yeah, from hum, from humble beginnings, we'd say. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, he directed yeah, a movie. This, I would call this oh, really. What, is it a movie that we know? No, <laughs> it's called Summer Night, starring Victoria Justice. It probably played at Sundance in twenty thirteen. Uh, twenty nineteen. Let me look this up a bit more. Oh, he's awesome. in Untraceable, a movie I've always wanted to see. Oh, that yeah, a little bit of a smash. Not, I like. No, it's I not. Wish that movie, I, yeah, what the fuck are you talking it's about? It's like a five out of ten. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Um, uh, this movie played at the Atlanta Film Festival in 2019. Okay. It was distributed by Samuel Goldwyn Films. Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough on Joseph Cross. Who else is in this movie? It. it uh, Michael Lana Keaton. Condor is in this movie. Victoria, <laughs> yeah. Victoria Justice, according to Wikipedia, is like tenth build in Summer Night. Like, but she is main on the poster. That is, yeah, that's bizarre. Unless it's like a order by appearance thing, and it's just like a big ensemble opening scene. Maybe the kid from Boyhood is the lead of Summer Nights. Mm. That boy is not in much. So no, well, he was busy for twelve years. He was making Boyhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Jack Frost, he's the and the Jack Frost band, not not a bad dad, but he's he's away a lot. Jack Frost tour, they're to- yeah, the Jack I Frost mean, band, they're touring. It's the holiday you know. season. This is the I imagine this is the this only is busy big, time of year. Yeah, because it's like I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to listen to, un- unless they have other music. Good question. They don't show. Well, it. I think they do play like another song when they're in like the recording booth. Yes, they do. They have like a, but it's like all like you know, kind of like blues rock <laughs> like that. Yes, it's all like from the day I was born. I don't understand but, what he does any other time of year. Like, and it also seems like he's like kind of doing well. Like they have a nice house. Like yeah. the kid, he's able to play hockey, which is like the most expensive sport for your kid to play. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's he, the Jack Frost band isn't doing like poor. They're they're putting asses in seats. Yeah. So my big question with this, you know, first twenty minutes of the movie that I texted you, Will, while I was watching yeah. it, is the big conflict comes up 
when the Jack Frost band gets booked to like do a gig on Christmas they play like Day. A, like a, a rich guy's Christmas party. Yeah, on Christmas or Day. Like a record exec. They're going to Chili Palmer's house. They're going to Chili Palmer's house, yes. And then and then Kelly Preston and the son get all upset. Well, they're well like, this is after he promises. Well, because he promises them that they're going to go like camping or some bullshit. For yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah. Whatever family movie scenario that is. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. And so she's like, "How could you do this to us, Jack Frost?" And it's like, you know, <laughs> let's look at the I, name Iris, here. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, his name is Jack Frost, <laughs> and he plays in the Jack Frost band. And they basically only play Christmas music. When the fuck do you think he's going to be busy? (laughs) And they have this conversation in the kitchen where she's like, I, she's like, I, like, I married you. Like, I knew what I was getting into. And I'm like, you married married a guy named Jack Frost who plays in a band called the Jack Frost band who only plays Christmas music. And like, it still seems that like, I don't know. I don't know how long, how, how, what do you want to guess? The kid's like 10. Yeah. Yeah, kids like 10, you've been married for what, like 11 years? And you 11 Christmases, the Jack Frost band hasn't been booked and busy during <laughs> Christmas? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it makes All no right, sense. Yeah. That was truly the point of no return for this movie, I think. There's also like, the, well, there's also the hockey game. Yeah, there's a lot of hockey Because he misses the hockey movie. game. Well, yeah, that's the hockey. first thing they do, yeah, is that he misses yeah, he the hockey fucks up game. He has to go record. That's when they play the other song. According to Wikipedia, this song is called Don't Lose Your Faith, which also could be a Christmas song. Could be. Could be. He promises to his wife, Gabby, that he will attend his son's hockey game, but misses it in favor of recording a new hit song. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A new hit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, Jack Frost Band. So ahead of themselves. I mean, he, first he's yeah. so selfish in naming the band, and now they're already claiming a hit song when they were just recording <laughs> it. Especially with, like, no real management. no Goose, no barking. We're talking about Jack Frost. Um, <laughs> and then... They wanted so to he, enter the conversation. The, yeah, so Goose is... Sorry, so Jack Frost <laughs> is... He, he Him and his bandmates, who's like a... One of the guys got like a fucked up, Mac MacArthur. That's the fucked up name. He's like the fat British <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, yeah, and he's the only real one who like speaks. Yeah. But halfway through their trip to wherever the fuck they're going to perform, Jack Frost is like, "I can't do this. I gotta, you know, I gotta go be with my wife and kid." So he's driving through the snowstorm and he uh, crashes his car and fucking dies. Yeah, pretty cool. It is kind of co- this is where I like I was watching like this is yesterday where I was like huh like this is he how died? the children's movie goes <laughs> he just dies and like it's not even like maybe he like it's a pretty definitive death he dies in a bad car crash yes because it was too snowy um, yeah. and you know you can never t- you never know the cruel fate that that will come upon you when your name is Jack Frost and you miss you a little too much frost. Yeah, a little too much frost. And, you know, you miss yep. your family for the holiday. And, you know, mm-hmm. God uh, comes down upon this. Yeah, God smites <laughs> An act you. Of God. <laughs> but also the thing that we forgot to mention is that before he goes, he gives his son a, a magic harmonica. <laughs> he sure he does. Says he got from a guy who was like nine feet tall. And his son is like, yeah, right, dad. Yeah, I imagine that was uh, Santa Claus since he is Jack Frost. Yeah, sure, we can imagine that's it's Tim Allen. Yeah, he could have been he could have been in the post credits scene. 
Oh, I would have loved that. The He's holiday cinematic universe, yeah. That kind of would have been fun. Yeah. And then, so we, we, we kind of from there cut to a year later. And then... Mm-hmm. He's uh, Charlie Frost. He's not having. He's not. He hasn't had a good year. We'll no. say he's like shoveling snow, even though he doesn't he's have to tr- shovel snow. He's quit the hockey team. He's failing out of elementary school. Like it's not looking good for Mister Charlie Frost. <laughs> he's mad that his dad didn't na- also name him Jack, so he couldn't mm-hmm. also be named Jack Frost. Yeah, he couldn't. Um, he couldn't inherit the band. <laughs> that would have been a movie. Yeah, it's like almost famous, but it's with Jack. But it's with uh, Jack Frost Jr. <laughs> yes, he takes over as the lead singer. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just he, he moves into the credit position. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, well, we'll we'll get to what happens to Jack. So uh, yeah, so shit's bad. Hmm, I wonder the, what happens to Jack. <laughs> hopefully, nobody's looked at the poster. <laughs> also, really fucking terrible poster. <laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, in Mike, addition Michael to Michael Keaton's awful look in addition to seeing this trailer as a child and being like i'm never gonna watch that fucking movie understandable uh uh, i had also had seen this uh vhs cover back in the day yes and was much like i'm never fucking watching that movie. i'm never watching this ever this looks terrifying Uh uh-huh yeah so i agree that the poster is terrible yeah, I would I would say probably the poster is um, one of the big reasons that this movie didn't do well is that I, you know, I I clicked on that poster on yeah. on HBO and I did not, immediately did not want to watch it. Yeah, like really working like the just exact opposite way that a poster should. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie, he's he he he's having. He's having a rough go of it, but he decides to build a snowman to remind him of his uh, his dear old dad. And then he, he plays on the magic harmonica and he goes, I wish Jack Frost would come back. And then the next morning, well, well, well Jack well. Frost. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, slow me down. First of all, he makes he makes his snowman first set to. Well, the, the, yeah. After the bullies try to bully him and they're like, they're like, he's no fun to bully anymore after his dad died. Yes. Um, so he goes outside, Fleetwood Mac's Landside starts playing. Oh my god. Um, One of the hilarious. most like that's like in full full seriousness, not a like a, an ounce of irony, they do the full neat landslide needle drop. And oh yeah. Like this like I know you were texting me when you were watching it. This like broke me. Yeah, I was like, this rough. is, like, no, Goose, you have nothing to say about Jack Frost. But, like, this just, like, just destroyed my brain. Yeah, like, the movie just, like, I, especially also, because in addition to that song playing, he's also making the most compact snowman of all time in this sequence. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, because I... I also want to talk a little bit about when we get to, you know, the, cause obviously what happens is that Jack Frost, the man inhabits the snowman and he's, he's brought back yes. to life due to the magic of the magic harmonica, mm-hmm. but he does have to exist in this, this, you know, he's like a snow golem basically. Yeah. And, and then the, <sighs> the thing that I want to talk about right off the bat is that 
there are like three different puppets that they use, and then also sometimes Jack Frost is fully CGI, and when he's fully CGI, it's maybe the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in a motion picture. It is. He looks awful. He looks absolutely terrifying. Because the thing, I was doing a little bit of research, is that originally they wanted Clooney, and they and Jim Henson Workshop, who built the, the snowman puppet, did it to match Clooney's likeness. Okay, I don't think... Okay, I've heard this, this story that, it's, that the snowman is modeled off of George Clooney, which I believe, I guess. But watching the movie, I am like, I do not see George Clooney in that face. I... Like, at all. I see no one in that face. Yeah, it is just, like, such a dead, dead eyes on this snowman. You're just like, what? Who approved this design? It's so bad. It looks so bad. Can we talk about, uh, like, Keaton's look really briefly? Just, like, how he looks like absolute dog shit. He's got, like, this shitty, nasty soul patch. He's got, like, this terrible, ugly hat. He's got this, like, dangly earring. Yeah. He's not looking great either. As, as human or snow golem. No. He's not looking good. No. So, basically, um, uh, that's kind of where the movie goes, is that uh, Charlie discovers that his father is uh, possessing his snowman. And uh, I would say antics ensue. Yeah. As he tries to, you know, kind of figure out a way to, to keep his dad around. Before uh, I, 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 I guess spring rolls around. I don't, I don't really know what his kind of long-term game plan is involving the snowman. Yeah, I don't either. Because <laughs> he's yeah, also the snowman like the, is so compact. Yeah, I want to talk about the snowman real quick. Just like the actual like physicality of him, I do not like that the snowman is like a solid object. No. And like, like that's not how snow they works. Make, they make jokes throughout the movie that like he's gonna melt. And like he does melt kind of. He melts a little bit, yeah. But not how he would melt. Like this thing he, he would be. He melts like as if like, like if I was to like if I was to melt. Yeah. Like he gets kind of sweaty, he gets a little drippy, and like it, they basically give him the same physics as like the Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark have when they're melting. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. Well, um, th- this is also a movie in which uh, Michael Keaton <laughs> plays a, a snowman. All right. All right. All right. All right. So um, there are a couple, a couple big sequences when Keaton's the snowman. There's uh, the one where... Uh, I was going to say the millions of times... Uh, sorry, yeah, I was go going to say the millions of times he makes jokes where he says, oh, my balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, n- not, a, not a particularly funny movie, I would really say, either. No, I did not laugh. I was pretty much zoned out by the time he transformed <laughs> I, oh, no, into I was, I was so fucking zoned out watching this movie. Because <laughs> literally, I, I, he becomes the, the snowman. The, the most I laughed at was probably the landslide needle drop. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing top that ever. Um, I think that's so fucking funny. It's like you watch it, and it's like, so he becomes a snowman. He connects with his son, who's like, "Wow, Dad, you're a snowman. That's crazy." Uh, he hides it from Kelly Preston. Mm-hmm. Kelly Preston's just like, but "Why are you hanging out with this the, goddamn snowman? This, why are you hanging out with this? Why are you bring it?" He's because like, he drags it through town on like a yeah. fucking. He looks like a crazy a person. Yeah, yeah. 
the kind of one of the more fucked up scenes I've ever seen in a movie is when the Kelly, the Kelly Preston like tightens his scarf or whatever, and Michael Keaton makes like a sex face. Yeah, like as the <laughs> snowman. <laughs> really, really, just like absolutely fucking disgusting movie. Ugh, like and literally then, yeah, nothing happens after this point. Like he gets into a snowball fight. Of course, I, I want to talk a little bit about the snowball fight. That it's just like because I was, I was really, yeah, and it, it seems like there are rules and like there are like surrender tactics and like some sort of chain of command that's no one, involved. No one who ever puts a snowball fight in a movie has ever played a snowball fight. I don't think. Yeah, and as a kid who was very involved in like a a, a complicated thought. I was very into the concept of like the like when I was a kid like oh like we're gonna get the whole town together but it's like I had like two friends growing up I was not gonna get the whole town together <laughs> for Sun Tzu's art of snowball fight yeah I mean it's already like that before you know Mr. Snowman comes into the fight because they show it in the in the beginning before in the opening yeah he like assassinates the uh <laughs> The the, the, the the bully who's like on the opposing team. Yeah, the bully with the craziest hairstyle. The craziest nineteen ninety eight hairstyle I think I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yeah, but the, then there's the so there's the snowball sequence where he declares himself the uh, the wizard of blizzard and he throws a, <laughs> a million snowballs at the kids. Yep. It looks terrible. It, it looks look. like a Nintendo sixty four game. Yep. And um, then there is the he goes we, I would sledding. be remiss if we did not speak about the sledding chase. Yeah. So then, at, yeah, because after the snowball fight, the bullies, they're a little sick of, uh, of Charlie Frost. Mm-hmm. And of course. So they, they I mean, I would be sick him. of this kid, too, as well. Oh, no, yeah. Like, he's just fucking walking around with a stupid snowman all the time. I'd, be, I'd bully the shit out of him. Like, rightfully so. And so they have a, a snowboard chase. And oh, do you want to do you want to describe the snowboard chase? No. <laughs> kind of paint a uh, paint a verbal picture. Um, really, Jack- you have nothing to say. It's like a, it lasts for ten minutes, and it looks like <sighs> a fucking nightmare. Like I don't want to think about it. Will that's the issue. Jack Frost. He does some. He does some tricks on a snow. So they're on a sled. And Jack Frost is throwing snowballs at the bullies. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't remember how. Does it, like, crash into a tree or something? But it's split in two. And then mm-hmm. Jack Frost, the snowman, he does, like, some Sean White-style tricks. <laughs> he kind of hangs ten. I think he probably Does he say cowabunga? I don't remember. I, 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 I feel like if you and me both think that he says cowabunga, he probably does. Or that just that this is a movie that came out in 1998. Yeah. So maybe so he we're did. just kind of like injecting that in there. Maybe he did. I was like so zoned out beyond belief. By I, that time. This this was like watching like nothing. Like I could have turned the TV off and it would have re- done the same registry in my brain. Yeah. So like literally, there's nothing else to be said. Well, he teaches <laughs> him the J shot, which is important. They, yeah, he, he teaches him the J shot. Um, mm-hmm. Do not ask me what the J stands for. <laughs> Um, the, I just don't know. the kid, uh, so Jack Frost, uh, starts like going away, I guess. Um, that happens, right? He's like, yeah, I think he like starts to like melt or whatever, but he doesn't um, really, 
<laughs> it doesn't really make sense. Like the, the, the conundrum really just becomes that Charlie cannot tell his mother that his father has been reincarnated as a snowman. Yeah. Which like, and, I like, don't know. This movie's really... far fetched enough. I'm like, yeah, I mean, his name's Jack Frost. Like, it's, it's dad. And I feel like <laughs> Kelly Preston could be like, tell me this about our anniversary. And Jack Frost would probably give the incorrect answer. Cause he seems like a bad husband, but like, you know, you could try his heart. His heart would be in the right place. Yeah. And then that's kind of really it. He decides to, um, there's another hockey game that Jack Frost goes to after he, he walks across the, the hot asphalt pavement. And then he watches him do the J shot and he wins. And this is when he's, like, kind of really melting. So Charlie's like, Dad, you're melting. And Jack Frost is like, oh, no, I guess I am. So mm-hmm. Charlie meets up with – he links up with his bully, and he explains that his father has been turned into a snowman. So – well, and that he needs to drive him to the mountain after his mother refused to leave her job at the bank yes. to drive him, like, up the mountain to, like, this random cottage or whatever. And so then he just – Kind of, he gets in the car with the bully and he drives him to the mountain. And Kelly, uh, they're they're up there because Jack Frost. He's like, I'm going to live up here forever now. I'm going to be a, like a, a mountain snowman. Yeah, I guess. Because I guess like the kind <laughs> of agreement that Charlie has with Jack is that it's going to be like a divorce. It's like Charlie's going to go up the mountain like every Tuesday and every other weekend or whatever. The end of this movie, like with this this whole sequence, is like pretty sad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Like the whole like he has to like go away and like fade into the mm-hmm. into the into the distance where I'm like, would this purpose work if it was a Pixar movie? I mean, isn't this like the plot of Onward? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I like I I wasn't super hot on Onward, which is weird because that feels like a movie that I would absolutely fucking oh, love. Really, I was crying in the AMC now, at well, the end Onward, of Onward. I, also, I was crying. I also saw Onward in an empty theater the week that I had the coronavirus and didn't know that I had the coronavirus. So I like was going to, I was like dying. Well, I've been meaning to revisit it because it seems like the kind of movie I would like quite like. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. It was pretty cute. Yeah. I'll get back to it eventually. But yeah. So basically what happens is that Kelly Preston, uh, so Jack Frost dials the phone with his, uh, his snowman hands and calls Kelly Preston and she comes up and they, they have a little moment together and she's like, you are my husband. And he's like, I know it's me, Jack Frost. And then, uh, Jack, he dies again for real this time. Yeah. He fades into the distance. Like, but we do get to see force ghost, Michael. Yeah. It was giving, it was giving Harold Ramis and Ghostbusters after. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I hate that that's all uh, I was thinking of when Michael Keaton shows up again at the end. I, you're not wrong to make that, uh, <laughs> to make that connection. Like I'm, I, I see it in my mind's eye now. Like it definitely, um, it certainly looks like CGI Harold Ramis. Yes. Like the effect around him too. Oh yeah. No, it looks like fucking dog shit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so then Michael Keaton dies and uh like dies for real this time. Like he like his spirit is laid to rest. Like he's in <laughs> heaven now. Yeah. <laughs> this was a movie about going to purgatory. I mean, I think if I was brought back as a snowman too, I would be like I would consider that like absolute purgatory. Yeah. 
And yeah, that's kind of what happens in Jack Frost. The, yeah. I, I thought that we'd have a little bit more to talk about with this thing. Just so I was like, the bit potential could be no, off the charts. The second I watched no. this movie, I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about in this one. Because <laughs> it's like not even like super weird. Like it is, it is a strange movie. Yeah, but, but like it's it, it, it's something like I'm like I like my brain is able to identify like I'm able to suspend my disbelief like at the premise level. So like everything else is kind of just like you know that's a little yeah, queer. It's just a bad children's movie. Yeah, it's quite a bad children's movie, and it does deserve to bomb just for being like a fucking. It looks like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, few things we didn't talk about. We should we yeah. should touch upon. So Clooney dropped out of the movie very late on, which is how understandably so. Which I how, would have as well. Yeah, good call there, Jacloons. Um, but yeah, so they designed the snowman after him, apparently. Even though I could not tell you that in a million yeah, you years, you could have put like fucking Don Cheadle in the snowman suit. And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, sure, that's of course. Um, but so Clooney left, and do you know what Clooney signed on for instead? What? Um, he signed on to star alongside Will Smith in Wild Wild West. Ah, uh, a movie we will cover on this podcast. Yeah, he was going to be the Kevin Klein role. Oh my god, that would have been. He would have played a. I fucking don't remember his Are you name. You trying to remember the name of Kevin Klein in Wild Wild West? Is, is his last name like Lovelace? I don't fucking Cause know. Because I know he also plays U.S. Grant. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh my god! Well, I like Kevin Klein. Oh no, okay. Kenneth Branagh is Doctor Lovelace, uh, and uh, Kevin Klein is. Uh, I can't believe you were US trusting Marshall your memory Artemis to try Gordon. and remember the name of characters from Wild Wild West, besides Jim West, because that's the name in the song. Yeah, Wild um, Wild West, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want. Yeah, that. exactly. Okay, well, so he dropped out to drop out of another movie. Both good calls there, Clooney. Yeah, no, I would, I would say that's <laughs> a phenomenal call. Um, this movie was originally supposed to be directed by Sam Raimi, who oh, who drops out after Clooney drops out. Who drop? Yeah, and who directed um, a Simple Plan instead, which came out the same day, uh, which oh, is a very yeah, good it'll movie. Be, it'll be appearing in the box office at it's number a, twenty. Yeah, very good movie though. So great call there, Sam. I mean, that's like good the least Sam. Sam Raimi movie, but it's also mm-hmm. really good. I haven't seen it. I gotta do the Raimi deep dive. Yeah, like that movie is more in line with like a Coen Brothers movie than any of his other stuff. Oh, okay. But like, it's also really sad. All right, I will. Uh, I will absolutely get to that. Yeah, eventually. very good movie. Highly recommended. Um, Raimi's been on my list of directors to just like run through. I'm j- but a I'm literally watching now. Yeah, I'm literally watching this movie and I'm like, what was Sam Raimi's take on this gonna be? Because you can see you like a more demented, dark version of this kind of. Mm-hmm. But it was always gonna be a family movie, so I don't know. Really, maybe he would have like leaned a little bit more into like the body horror of it all. Yeah. This movie also like, has... Because I feel like the movie, the movie dabbles with it. It does. And, like, yes, like, Sam Raimi, like, the heart on those Spider-Man movies is, like, through the roof. So, like, I could totally see him nailing a kid's movie. That's yeah. not off the It's almost powerful. weird that that... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of um, wanted a little bit more... Uh, what, what, what do you think Cronenberg's Jack Frost could have been like? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I could see it. I can see it. Oh my god, that's uh, what we gotta get him. But to. this movie also has four writers, so I imagine that somewhere lost in lost in the horizons that there was a take is on a more this. A little, at one is point. a more demented version. Uh, either a more demented or more mature or something. Like I don't know what because I because when I found the Variety article of when Clooney dropped out of this movie, that gives me a little a little insight into what this movie was originally going to be. Like, just a Mm -hmm. little bit. No, please regale us. Uh, The synopsis says, um, Jack Frost is a special effects heavy movie the studio is targeting for Christmas 1998. Sam Raimi's directing the story about a jazz jazz musician. So that was always there. Um, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Who pays little attention to his young daughter. Okay. Interesting. No hockey, I imagine. Um, I mean, there is a girl on the hockey team. Okay, well, clearly... You know my who point- else on the hockey team? Who? Bomb Squad alum, uh, Eli Marenthal from Iron Giant. is Hogarth Hughes. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Um, I like half record... And Henry Rollins is the, uh, but, is the hockey coach. Oh, yeah, Henry Rollins in this movie. That's very funny. Getting, getting his check. <laughs> but I was going to say, that the, the fact that it was originally a young daughter leads me to believe that clearly somewhere uh, down the line, Warner Bros. executives were like, it's got to be a movie for boys. He's got to do snowboarding. Yeah, he's got to do uh, winter sports. <laughs> I mean, she could have like maybe done but ice yeah. skating. But yeah, but clearly there was an intentional effort to be like, this is a boy movie through and through. Um, Which is weird because it it's like, I don't know, I feel like if your, your dad turning into a snowman is kind of like a, I would call that a gender neutral premise. I would agree with you. Uh, when he dies, he gets the chance to redeem himself when he comes back as Frosty. <laughs> Goose, please, yeah. Goose, stop barking. No more talking about Jack Frost. So that was the original premise of Jack Frost 1998. Wait, really? That he comes back as Frosty? Yeah. Huh. I mean, huh. He, t- he does come back as Frosty in this movie. I mean, I suppose he does. <laughs> Depending on how you look at it. Like, yeah, I guess so. Um, when Clooney dropped out, the studio was exploring other A-list actors, and the one this Variety uh, article mentions is that they wanted Johnny Travs, John Travolta. Oh, my God. This would have been, that would have been the most evil, fucked-up movie ever. Like, Sandy. it would have been, like, so fucking... It would have been... Oh, I'm cold! I, I, I'm icy! <laughs> That would have been the most fucked up thing ever. Like, it would have been, like, so fucked up. <laughs> John Travolta leading the Jack Frost band. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul. Goose, stop sniffing the mic. I'm doing, I'm doing bits about the Jack Frost band. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my fucking god! But yeah, I think that maybe would have been a better movie. I agree. Because <laughs> I've, I've been watching a lot of Travolta this year, like kind of like accidentally. You need because like Michael Keaton, like we love Michael Keaton, we do in most things. He is yeah, like not checked out doing these voice recordings like he is bringing nothing to the table in my opinion yeah he's, he's giving the stinkiest performance ever in a I fucking mean, movie it's not his fault that the snowman cannot emote yeah or articulate <laughs> or like yeah but i'm like i'm sure he enjoyed his like 
one day in the VO booth yeah. to get his, uh, what I can only assume is a $40 million payout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is a real shame because you're like, you want, you want some crazy energy from Keaton in this movie. And he really yeah, never I, brings it. I want it. him in Beetlejuice mode. Yeah. I mean, even like when you're watching Batman, right? Where you're like, okay, Batman's like a pretty straight-laced role. He doesn't have to go crazy in that. But he's a little, he's certainly more manic you get than he is in this. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, um, yeah. All right. You want to, uh, you, you want to, you want to, you want to close out this set? Uh, <laughs> Play the encore? Uh, one more, one more little, little trivia fact. Um, is that both Michael Keaton and George Clooney were in Out of Sight in the out same year this yeah, movie came year. out. Don't have anything to add to that, but just thought it was interesting. Nice. Kind of nifty. Imagine <laughs> Soderbergh's uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> I, I would hope it would be like Shazopolis, just incre- yeah. increasing chaos uh, <laughs> in every frame. Okay. What else? Right. What else is going to say on You're this? the box office? Yeah. Let's talk about the box office on this. All right. Uh, movie opens December 11th, 1998. Opens number three. Uh, also, new movies this week are Star Trek Insurrection, which is uh, running the fucking table with $22 million. Jack Frost opens to a cool, a cool, sorry, a, cool. a cold $7.1 million. <laughs> and then we uh, also have A Simple Plan. We got Shakespeare in Love new this week in eight theaters. Gonna win Best Picture, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got Rushmore new this week in two theaters. This is a, this is a pretty big weekend. We got a movie called The Ogre, also new this weekend. Shrek was out. That that's crazy. In one theater, <laughs> and then yeah, so Jack Frost goes from a uh, in theaters for twelve weeks, which is kind of impressive that it hung on till the end of February. Yeah, you think this would be out first week of January? We're done. No, yeah, because it basically makes it all the way to February, where it's on a uh, hundred and eighty nine screens, making seventy six thousand dollars. And hanging out down there at number 45, we got a, it's bordered by a movie called Another Day in Paradise and a movie called Virus. Sure. Never heard of yeah, either of those. Where, uh, yeah, I've never heard of those fucking movies. And that's where Jack Frost, uh, that's where he ends his reign of terror. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, so, he did not end his reign of terror because we had to watch this fucking movie tonight. But, but now we, we've had the final word on it. No, we, we don't have to do any sort of Jack Frost, you know, revisionism. Yeah, it's no, going to get pulled from HBO Max tonight. Yeah. Because we, we put can, the uh, final say in it. We have the last word on JF. Yeah. All right. So do we, uh, do we think that Jack Frost deserved to bomb? No, this deserved to be the highest grossing film of 1998. You're fucked. You're fucked in the head. You're fucked up. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty uh, undeniable this movie deserved a bomb because it's a stupid bullshit for morons. <laughs> a shit movie for fucks. I would agree. On the yeah. also on the 1998 box office. Now that I was curious, uh, this movie is the 60th high, 60th highest grossing movie of 1998. Um, it, the but thin, at a, an $80 million budget is the most expensive movie of 1998. Uh, the Thin Red Line is number 59. Oh, my God. Uh, number uh, number 61 is a movie called Mercury Rising, starring Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. And then Bride of Chucky. A, ooh. Mercury yeah. Rising movie about a thermometer, probably. I would I imagine. That title. Yeah. Um, 
Hopefully the thermometer was going up on Jack Frost. Melt him as soon as possible. I would have gotten the hair dryer out immediately when I saw Jack Frost show up in yeah, my house. Yeah, the kid holds him at gunpoint with a hair dryer. <laughs> have, have you ever seen a cordless hair dryer? No. Okay, yeah, neither have I. <laughs> I would have cranked okay. that thing on blast the second I saw oh, an no, anamorphic snowman in my home. I would, have, I would have put him in the fucking puddle ASAP. Yeah, I would have thrown him in the oven. It would have been a Hansel Gretel situation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Uh, do you know what the tagline is for this movie? It's Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm I'm looking at the poster for something Jack fucked. Frost. I don't know what it is, but I know it's terrible. Jack what? Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad Fuck if he doesn't you. melt first. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> yeah! 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 That, anyway, is, that you know, is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it sucks ass. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I, I'm right, looking at the other uh, poster where where it, I'm looking at the other poster the where the family like, with him in the background. Well, that's the one I that's the one I was familiar with as a the, child. The one on Letterbox or the one where they're like doing the switch. That the one where they're doing the switch is what I'm looking at now, which I've not seen before. The one where they're doing before. the switch is chilling. Michael Gaten's face on this poster. <laughs> it's like he's doing like DreamWorks face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I've but never seen airbrushing this, like... this thorough. <laughs> yeah. This looks like no, an animated it's so, film. It's so fucking scary. This feels like a kangaroo jack situation where they were trying to trick people into being like, this is an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. And like how I remember the kangaroo talking in kangaroo jack. Uh-huh. We could talk, can we talk about Kangaroo Jack? Did that lose money? I don't know. Let, let, me, let me fact check. I've never seen the I film. Would, I, I would, I would love do to watch Jack, it though. like immediately. Okay, I guess it didn't lose money, but it didn't make money either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we can't talk about it. Hmm. We could talk about the animated sequel, Kidai Kangaroo Jack. You're not talking USA. about a direct video <laughs> sequel. Yes. <laughs> It probably did make. Who money. knows the numbers on those things? Oh, yeah, well, Wikipedia does deem Kangaroo Jack to be a box office success. Well, I'm odd here. I wonder if the numbers tells me how much Jack Frost made on home video. Because the they have they have those numbers money. on there. Let's yeah, see. what do, what do we have? Now they don't have those numbers, so who knows how much Jack Frost has accumulated over the past 23 None, years. because no one wanted to bring that fucking cover into their home. <laughs> I some, don't blame them. Some fucked families must have. Yeah, I, I would be very interested to hear um, it, like from anyone where like, like uh, you know how there are people who like the, like the Polar Express movie? Yeah. Like I wonder if there are people who are like oh man, like Jack Frost, like that was my <laughs> My favorite Christmas movie growing up. Like, I am kind of earnestly curious. <laughs> if you are, uh, please stay the fuck away from us. <laughs> please reach out, but then stay yeah, the fuck no, away. But, like, even, like, please, like, reach out to to help. <laughs> like, you got like, some seek, issues to talk about. <laughs> like, seek help. Like, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked this movie never got a direct-to-video sequel. <laughs> Jack I mean, Frost 2 Return of Jack Frost? I mean, the Jack Frost 1997, the horror movie one, got Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. And that's at what, like 20, 2014? No, it's in 2000. 
Oh, I thought that was like recent, re- or like not recent, but like not not recent. <laughs> Three years later, baby. Uh huh. Yeah, they're, they're, it's well, a I mean, franchise. We could, we could watch that movie and pretend. I I was really thinking of how funny it would be if we did the bit where we all watched a different Jack Frost movie. I was also where considering I this. this. Yeah, I watched this. You watched the horror one. Vavinsky watches the Rankin and Bass stop motion one. Yeah, unfortunately, the horror movie one did not uh, get a theatrical release. It seems. Did it not? It made. There are no box office numbers on it. So way better, way better tagline for the direct-to-video horror Jack Frost, which is he's chilling and killing. That could be the tagline for this movie. I mean, I, he's nah, that's like he's chilling and dying. <laughs> he's chilling and dying. <laughs> the the Jack Frost two poster is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Uh, the Revenge of the Killer Mutant Snow Mutant Killer Snowman. Yeah the the tagline for Jack Frost two is he's icing and slicing. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I got all these. That's pretty good. <laughs> That rules. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah. Uh, oh, and you got any final thoughts on uh, Mr. JF? Do not enter. Don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, do Don't. not fucking watch this movie. Don't. I hope HBO takes it off streaming so we, uh, <laughs> we can't. Never uh, got a Blu-ray release, so I think it's time for a 4K. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Please leave Jack Frost on the also, beta max. I could tell that this was definitely like a DVD I don't know if like the picture quality on HBO Max was like DVD quality, but certainly the audio was because yeah, I was didn't, didn't cranking sound, up and down. Didn't, didn't sound particularly great. No, I was like, this needs like not not like this movie needs to be looked at again. But this, someone but, needs to no, check out the it sound shouldn't be. <laughs> There's some issues. I mean, yeah, the, they they hired the Jack Frost band to do the uh, they did the sound <laughs> mix themselves, and that's what happened. Yeah. That's what happens when you bring in amateurs to make a uh Amateurs, they're the best at what they do. Yeah, uh, blues rock Christmas <laughs> music. <laughs> no, it's so fucking bad. Alright, let's get out of here. Don't for, uh thank you all for listening. Don't forget to uh rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Owen, where can people find you? Um you could probably find me come January. Um, in like a field or something, you can build me up ball by ball. Um, you could put the carrot on the nose. You can, you can get the branches for the arms. You can wear a nice scarf on. Scarf, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, and you can find uh, find me on Twitter at McClunky. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Bomb Squad the Pod, and we will. Uh, we will see you guys next week for our uh, second week of Bombmas. What are we doing next week? Eh, we'll find out next week. No, tell me now. I need to know. I need to know what, what Twisted Creature. Oh, oh, no, we're doing a Nutcracker in 3D. Oh, no. Because we were able to find it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No! <laughs> we'll be, be cracking. <laughs> Oh boy, gonna, see you next week. Crack my skull open <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. <laughs>